Yeah, fucking map, map, map. That's a magic ass pussy. God damn it, I had a point. There's some witches in this house. There's some witches in this house. <laughs> let's let's make a uh, parody of WAP with witches. Now from the oh. top, make it hot. That's a map ass pussy. Wait, are we taking a shot? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'll take one, I guess. I don't know. I really should. It. It's kind of late. It's yeah. We are we're doing this um, podcast the way the debate was last Tuesday. <laughs> my God! Will you just shut up, man? Oh, I spilled the tequila all over my feet. And me, you spilled it all over me too. Yeah, but is it on your foot? By my feet, I mean Aaron's feet. <laughs> I have some tequila as dick right now. Welcome to Trainwreck Theater, the first episode of this amazing and never-ending podcast will feature the Halloween favorite, Practical Magic. It takes place in an unnamed New England town with some witches, probably, but maybe they're just weird chicks. Tonight on our panel, we have Juno, Aaron, Paul, Jeannie, Tanner, Gracie, and your host, myself, Moore. Chiming in with important information that you don't need to know as we tackle episode one of Phantom Magic. Clearly You're like, wait, did we watch the wrong movie? It's the modern day witches or a family of witches and they have like a, an ancient, no, it's not ancient, but a curse on them from previous generations of the witches in their family, blah, blah, blah. So, okay. So the main part is these, it focuses on the two witches, that's Sandra Bullock and Nicole Kidman. Jillian and I should I should know Sandra Bullock's name. I I can't I couldn't tell you if you put a gun Sally. in my head. Sally. 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 Of course, right. Anyways, you couldn't. You knew Juno. I did. You didn't. You do not watch it. I did. Okay. Okay. Today so like, we watched it today. We watched it today. So it follows the lives of Sally and Jillian and. Basically, one of the witches loves magic, and another one of the witches hates magic because it took her husband away from her and this horrific curse. I would hate it too. I see. Her, I, hate it too. I see her point for sure. She's like, my girls will never do magic. Oh, yeah, that's that is a good. It is a good line, and it's powerful. And so then, Jillian is like the sassy redhead, right? She gets mixed up with the wrong dude who tries to kill her. And fucking Sally comes to her rescue. And accidentally, they accidentally kill the guy. Does everybody know all these? Everybody knows this. Anyways, so they kill the guy and then they're witches. So we're like, we're going to fucking bring this dude back to life. And they do. And then he starts haunting them. And and then um, they fucking, he possesses Jillian. And then they kill him. And, like, the whole, like, community is, like. He left out Sally's. Oh, yeah. Sally, there's a whole romance with Sally and the, and 
detective that's investigating the crime. And, but anyways, ultimately the town like comes together and all these women that used to be really mean to Sally and Jillian come and help them get rid of the, this fucking evil spirit. And then the whole town comes together and it's like super magical and whimsical. Hold up. Hold up. <laughs> Thank you, Gracie. I got some major issues. We will get to your issue. No, 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 no. I just want to say one more thing. It has everything you want in a movie. It has whimsy, it has magic, it has laughter and witches and some murder and some fucking dark shit. And some some asshole townspeople that eventually like come around and become like a big community. It's just it's good, it's a good movie. No. <laughs> Just, well, no. I, oh, I, one more thing. I promise. One more thing. I never even knew it could be a joke movie. I thought everybody liked it. I had no idea that it was like ironic or that people didn't like this movie. Like, that's crazy. That's crazy. So, hold up. In your summary, you're like, there's one of the sisters loves magic and the other one doesn't. And this is portrayed through. Sandra Bullock, Sandy, being like, Sally, I I don't ever want to fall in love because she doesn't want to kill a man like her father was killed for falling in love for her mother. And the the redhead, Nicole Kidman, Gilly, is just like, I can't wait to fall in love. This, like, young child is like, I want to murder men. Like, I can't wait to fall in love. (laughs) And have these men die, and you left this out of the summary. Like she is a sociopath wanting to kill men as a child. That is crazy. She does not want to kill men. She just she genuinely is like, no. She is just a little girl who just wants to fall in love someday. She does not mean it. Knowing that it's going to kill the man she falls in love with. Well, she thinks the risk is worth it. There are huge that's, that's moral like implications. The whole, it's, still, it's, still, it's still murder, though. It's, still it's worth it to her because she's not dying. She is murdering <laughs> the man. I mean, but when you're 12, I mean, you don't really understand those impacts and stuff. Like she When your father dies, I think you do. Aaron, she didn't connect the fact that her, the family's curse was what doomed her father. No, yes, she did, because her sister was like, I never want to fall in love so that I don't kill the man that I love, right? No. And then she's like, ooh, I really want to fall in love to kill this guy. No, no that's 100% not even true, because at that point, I'm a practical magic expert, so listen up. I will do- Okay, so no, Aaron and everybody, no, at that point... They did not know that about their dad. The reason she said, I hope I never fall in love, I hope I never fall in love, is because that other woman comes there to have the ants do a fucking spell because she wants to fucking get her husband back. So they're... No, no, you are 100% wrong. You Because the ants are telling the little girls the story of the Salem witch trial where her, their great-grandmother escape murder but this curse came on and is why their father died they are being told this story these ants are laying some shit 
on these little girls. Aaron, you're right in the fact that yes, the ants did tell them that at some point, but that is not what led them up to the, I hope I never fall in love. I hope I never fall in love. I can't wait to fall in love. That it is was not right before that. I'm going to have Paul go. Uh, yeah, so I, Aaron, I, I went back and checked this in the movie because I was also very concerned about the moral implications of this curse and, you know, what what's up with these little girls like, yeah, I'm going to fall in love and kill whoever, you know, right? But uh, they tell, the, the aunts tell them that, but they are a little bit like one of them's like, oh, it's not real, you know, that's just... You know, and the one's like, yeah, you know what happened to my to my so-and-so, mm-hmm. husband, whoever. And then Gracie is right. They have that lady that comes over and wants them to cast a spell on her husband. Like, obviously it's just right. been and the destroyed. Her husband. Love, right? The and that's her. when she casts her spell to, so, to keep her from ever falling in love. Yeah. It's not her but husband. that's so, after so, 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 the story. It's not her husband. That lady wants... To cast a spell on a man to leave his wife for her. Yes. Okay. I just want to yeah, clarify that. Okay. Okay. That's but all of this is after they tell the children the story of why their father died, which was falling in love with their mo- with their mom. I don't want to fall in love. Reasonable reaction to Sandy Bullock, right? Unreasonable reaction. Nicole Kidman's like, I can't wait to fall in love and kill men. Paul, go Did ahead. You guys know yeah, she doesn't mean it maliciously. Um, I had some notes. Um, so I first I want to ask everyone how many times they've seen this movie. I'm gonna start with you, Gracie. I would like to know your number. Um, probably like ten. Yeah, I would say ten. Okay, Tanner. Fifteen. Okay. I mean. Jeannie, did you say 15? He did. He did say 15. One, five. Mm-hmm. How many times have you seen it? Wow. Jeannie? So, uh, I think I've seen it four times. My girlfriend today told me that she and I watched it in the late 90s together. And then we've watched it three times in the past week, so that's four. <laughs> that's a lot of times for you guys this week. I know! Well, no, now, I they were coming prepared. But. Why did you do that? Because you loved it so much? Well, you know what? I we could were not so, watch this movie three times in one week. We were, we, I think that we were enough. so stoned last week that we didn't quite remember whether or not we watched it, or it could have felt like a dream or something, because today when we watched it, like, it felt like the first time, but then it came you back like, to us. You're like, I think I've seen this movie before. Yeah. I was like, yeah, we watched it last Sunday. <laughs> You're like, really? Yeah, yeah, we got like 10 minutes into the movie, and I was like, oh my god, I think this is a rom com. And he's like, that's what you said a week ago. One part when they're they're playing that song, this kiss, this kiss, and she like falls in love with her first husband. It made me so happy. And he was like, it's a rom com. And I was like, I was looking at my notes because I turned out I had actually taken notes last week and I didn't remember them, but I had written that down because you said that exact same thing at that exact same point. Wow. Four times. Okay, (laughs) Paul. Paul, how many times have you seen this? Well, that never before last weekend. So yeah, two and a half. 
that. More. Uh, I think I saw it in the past, but I don't remember it at all. So I'm going to say two because I watched it twice this week. Okay. Uh, my friend Sherry like liked this movie. So it was on a lot when I was in college. I never watched the whole thing through. It always bored me to death. So this is the first time I ever saw it the whole way through. I have seen this movie probably about 10 times. Wow. Um, I have a bigger question, and I'm really going to bring us back into discussing this movie. I don't understand, Gracie, how you like this movie. It literally starts out with little kids getting rocks thrown at them and parents being killed. Oh, believe me. I was not happy about the rocks. I was like, those little, I think I said, those little bitches, like, throwing fucking rocks at her. She I was did say like, that. She was like, those fucking bitches. I did. I was throwing pissed. Rocks. They are. And I, so I was not happy about that for sure. But I've always loved fucking witches. Always. When I was little. Why are you a witch? I was a voracious <laughs> She reader. said always. I always hit the book <laughs> in the library that had the little witch logo. It's true. She always told me that. On the side. And um, I would read them. over. I loved going to the library. And I loved reading books about witches. And I've just always loved witches. You have witch bias. It's good. So like- in, in this story, <laughs> from the beginning, also... They willingly take the kids to a place where they're ostracized for who they are, right? Like, they could live anywhere. They take them to this one little tiny town. They have no family. They take them to this one little tiny town where everybody knows they're witches, and they throw rocks at them and chant, witch, witch, you're a witch at them. Where else would they I think... I think sometimes they add bitch into that chant. Like, I've watched it. I think they say witch and bitch. They do. No, they say witch, witch, you're a bitch. Wow. Wow. That's really nasty. Very sexist. Very rude. Very rude. Sandra Bullock experiences this as a child and then brings her own children to this town. Erin, she's always lived in that town. Yeah, she never left. But, like, everything was good for a while when she had the kids. And everything was Let's talk about this. Let's talk about... I want to hear more talk about this because I wrote this down, too. I was like, why... Okay, so they're kids. You can introduce, like, the fact that they're from this line of witches. Their family is all dead. And, um, and their D-mom's a whore. Yes, their <laughs> great, 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 great grandmom or whatever is a whore. Um, why are they always? Hold on. According to the townspeople, she's a whore. Why are they always trying to make Sandra Bullock look ugly? More go first. I want to know because you talk about her wearing these glasses. Oh yeah, and you never see them again. No, you actually you see them one other time. So I discovered the reading glasses because she's wearing them when she's writing that letter that the cop intercepts. <laughs> Okay. Um, yes. So they are reading glasses, but she's using them to stare at the moon at one point, and she's got like <laughs> these weird ponytail things, and she's in that like frumpy like uh, Robe. bathroom. Yeah. No, that's a that's a trope in every Sandra Bullock movie, though. Like, it if is. you don't know this trope, just go watch Miss Congeniality, and they're like, "Look at this ugly woman 
who's in the FBI and eating ice cream at a bar. Yes. And then, oh, my God, she's hot when she puts on an evening gown? It's like, yeah, she's fucking Sandra Bullock. Like, it's every movie she's in in the 90s. Hope floats. Her, her cheating, she's, like, being cheated on by her husband. She's so fucking hot. What's the other one she's in? I mean, like, the net, they kind of imply that she's this, like, weird, like mousy this, woman. You know, like, she's yeah. fucking hot. I, I never really found her hot at, like, ever, 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 ever. So I don't really get the concept of, like, ugling her up because I, I'm not going to say I always thought she was ugly, but I never thought she was hot. Right, but she's not Angelina Jolie. It's a right? fair point you make, Tina, take, but she's not ugly. I would take Sandra Bullock over Angelina Jolie any day of the week. Any day. Charlize Theron, Charlize Theron is the prettiest of all the girls. I would take Charlize Theron over probably Sandra Bullock. Totally. <laughs> I, I had this question. I was wondering, so like, I don't think it, they ever mentioned this. Are there other, like, do they have cousins that left town, you know? Or, you know, is, has that family branched out at all in the last 300 years? Or do they just, like, maintain there's always two daughters that, you know, one of them has kids? Yeah. And, yeah. and no, like, you know, maybe yes. they got, like, you know, the whole, like, witchy families, you know? Do they ever have, like, boy children, you know? Or, like, are no. there... I was wondering they, about that. Like... No. If they had had one male like in that house, it would have gone from rom-com to sitcom. Just like, would have been the wacky dad, like having to go to the office every day and come home to a house full of witches. Have you summoned the devil again? that guy's lines came in that scene by the way too like he doesn't say a single word in the movie <laughs> except for in that scene that's true and i want to i want to do a quick reenactment here do it so this is these are all of his lines from the movie hey boys catch anything today all right see you in a bit hey jimmy what's going on how's mary doing she good what's that <gasps> That's it. I hear lines in the movie. <laughs> I don't remember him. I don't remember him saying anything except "What's that?" <laughs> That's pretty much all he's. Like the other lines are kind of quiet. Like I had to go back a few times to catch them all. But <laughs> same. I don't remember him. If you told me he never uttered a single line in this movie, I would believe you. Yeah. And to be honest 100%. with how much I've seen it, I didn't even know that. Like. <laughs> I I have a question. Like they don't use magic to their advantage hardly ever, other than stirring their tea, coffee, or making margaritas. The rest of the time they're fucking it up. They're not using the magic to their best ability. They're in uh, they the mixologist school of witchcraft. They also light candles by blowing on them. Okay. <laughs> The f 
Okay, so anyway, Julian leaves, and then she gets beat up, and then she calls Sally. Sally goes out there immediately, picks her up. They get in the car, and they're like, oh my god, the blood moon. And she's like, I need my tiger's eye. And then Jimmy's in the back seat. How long has he been waiting in that back seat? None of us know. How the fuck did he get there? Three years. Um, years. <laughs> it could be years. Then they take the drive. He's super fucked up. He's drunk. He tries to kill Nicole Kidman, and they kill him out of self-defense. Right there, just call the cops. But the reason she didn't, though, was because she had been dosing him with the Belladonna root. Who's going to do an an autopsy on a They just admitted they had to... Well, okay, if we get into the cop stuff in this movie, that makes zero sense. Because the the cop says he is um, a special investigator for the Arizona Prosecutor Office. Yeah. And I'm wondering how he has any jurisdiction in Zero. generic New England town going forward. And also, okay, they wanted to have the star badge. You know who has star badges? Are U.S. Marshals. Marshals. And that would actually make sense yes. in the context of this movie. Because they are hunting a known killer across state lines. We talked about this because we were like, only federal agents have the right to like go across state lines to study, you know, or investigate murders or crimes or whatever. It's, but it's such a trope because it's just like a wicker man. Like they, or, or any of these other movies are like, I'm from Detroit, but now I'm in Florida here to solve a crime. And it's like, you don't have any jurisdiction here. That's why they get away with this shit. He literally couldn't do anything anyways. He'd have to well, call the local cops to arrest them. Also, I mean, even when she admits it to him, he doesn't do anything. Right, right. Yes, he can't like that. Right. Well, no one cares crazy. that a abusive asshole gets murdered. Sorry. I don't he was also that. potentially a serial killer. How? He is a serial killer. They right. said the sound Because they killed Phoebe Black or whatever her name was. The other victim, so, that's who he was chasing him for. Remember? He showed yeah. the little picture. Like, even, she had the brand and he was killed. I don't even love calling it a murder because he they were trying he was trying to murder her. It was so he was not, he was definitely he was definitely gonna kill her. And when she first got home, that one aunt was like, Oh, you know, you you know that that guy's gonna get what he deserves. And they left anyway, and we're like, you guys clean up your own mess. But I mean, to me, in witchy, in witchy talk, he's going to get what he deserves. That means it's okay if you kill him. It's hard to imagine them being good people who also know how to raise the dead, knowing they're going to come back like dark and unnatural. Every time they bring it up, they're like, it's going to be dark and unnatural. And the argument is, he's already dark and unnatural, so it's fine. It's, it kind of seems like maybe, just maybe, maybe they're not bad people, but maybe they're not thinking everything through all the time. I way, will give you that, yeah. <laughs> Especially Julie. She doesn't have the best judgment. We know that. Like, that's not... She that's thinks with her, her map, not her, her brain. <laughs> <laughs> Paul. Grab her magical ass pussy. Yeah, I... The, uh, like, them deciding to bring him back, you know, like, all right, for one thing, here's another reason why Sandra Bullock really didn't love her first husband as, you know, like, as much as uh, she claims, right? She, like, 
was going to bring him she wanted to bring him back but they're like no no he'll be unnatural and she's like okay fine and then this guy who's like psycho killer she's like all right sure yeah all right let's bring him okay fine yeah i mean mean, they wanted to avoid jail time right no which is yes that's the whole purpose they have a conversation in the car about like we're gonna let, like let's bring him back, otherwise we're gonna go to jail. It lasts sixteen seconds. Yeah, she does. Yeah, it does not take long to talk her into it. <laughs> and also, his second life lasts about sixteen seconds. No, that's what I'm talking about. They bring him back just to kill him okay. again. Right. Yeah, he tried to kill her again. Well, <laughs> they know he's going to be evil when they bring him back and they take zero precautions. They don't well, tie him up. They do nothing. They're like, he's going to come back evil and then they like expect him not to like try to kill him. He was trying to kill them before they brought him back. But he like, came back and he said, all he said was, I want to marry you. I mean, he was strangling her at the time, but he was a zombie <laughs> who, instead of brains, just wanted a marriage proposal. Zombie to get goes, go, wait, wait. Get it, get it. Get it. <laughs> Paul, Paul, you go. No, he. that's the thing. Like, uh, from watching, remembering watching it the first time, I was like, oh, yeah, he comes back as a zombie or something. But no, he actually came back exactly the same. Like, he looked the same. <laughs> He was saying the same stuff. He was yeah, doing the same things, trying to choke her. Yeah. Right? You know like, there was, there was, like he seemed to have the same mental capacity, the same goals, ideals. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, he basically, so they first time kill him, comes back, same exact, except for then when they kill him again, he will come back a ghost. I want you to be my wife. <laughs> I mean, they had to kill him the second time because he was trying to kill her again. Like, I mean, they had no choice. Like, immediately. Immediately trying to kill her again. Yeah. So, guys, how does the the badge become magical and hurt the ghost? She swipes it. I think it's her swipe. She She said it was a talisman. Interesting. Because he believed in it. He believed it had power, then it could use use against a ghost. Which, by the way, worked really well against a ghost. I don't know why they didn't try that again when they were trying to exercise him, but whatever. Yeah, he was gone. Well, the, I mean, the, he wasn't there during the seance. Which so. makes no sense. Why wouldn't they have him there? No, <laughs> I have some more notes. Which is no, raising pants. I actually... I actually do have a, a a question as to what genre this movie is. I brought this up earlier, but is it a rom com? Is it a horror movie? Is it a ghost movie? Is it- I think it's a family comedy. Family comedy? That seems bold. Um, I think it's just a drama, <laughs> straight up drama. I don't know. I can't put my finger on it. I- I think it's a rom. I think it's a rom com. I could go with that. Yeah. There's no comedy. Like I laughed. Laughed is an ex- exaggeration. Like I went <laughs> three times. You didn't laugh at the guy in the lotion shop though, when she's like, "Uh, it doesn't Wait, go on your head." I uh, want to talk like, about it's that. It's dong cream. It's Wait, totally right. dong cream. What is okay. dong cream? I mean, lotion for your penis? It was a very confusing issue. Yes, so where does it go, <laughs> and what does it do? 
I wrote that down. That is one of my notes. Where does this? Yes. Where does it go, and what does that it exchange do? is so confusing? Because I'm like, wait, are they? Is it a dick joke? Like, put it on your dick. Yes. You need to remember. Like, yes. how it's would you forget so that? Yeah, he's like, I keep That's putting so it on, and the more I put on, the worse it works. And and he's Where? like, it's not effective. So what is he putting it on? Yeah, if not his dick or balls. And, and what, what condition does he have on? that he and needs? And where is it supposed to go? Yes, yeah. more. What condition does he have? To yeah, treat where is it supposed to go? What is it supposed to be treating? These are the questions we need answered. That scene made me so mad because we rewound it, and I was like, "What do I keep missing? What is it?" Go, Aaron. <laughs> they spend all this time making the syrup to drug the cop. Right, and then they're like, "No, we're not gonna do it." Like, but they knew that's what they were doing—the little kids. It was Jillian making that. I think it's a horror movie. It's the most boring movie I've seen I in a long time. I have no idea how you could think that. It was it super boring. Was terrible and I, super boring. I'm gonna. I agree with Gracie 100. Like, even though it's not my favorite, like witches of Eastwick. I, like, I I feel like witches maybe are a little scarier than you know the East Hamptons witches. <laughs> but but I but I thought it was really interesting. I really enjoyed the movie. Great. Yeah. Okay, so I think. Uh, do we have any more questions about the movie before we go into the pro and con? I just want to um, say that I hated the ending, but go on. I do want to mention, we have not talked about how well both sets of little girls take the news that they're like, father is dead, and that they are <laughs> cursed for life, that anybody that they love will die. Like, this is laid on them as small children, and it's that's very heavy shit to lay on a little kid. I and they, they just do it, and they're, like, totally okay with it. Like, they handle it super well. They're kids. Well, yeah, they're made out of, like, elastic. They just I guess that's right not the focus of the movie, right? So they just, obviously, they're going to be sad about that, and obviously it fucking sucks. But, Did I like, you guys know? they're not going to, what are they going to do? Spend a lot of time with them videoing them crying hysterically and sobbing in their bed <laughs> wishing for their daddy? Like, that sounds fucking terrible. Okay, yes, well, yeah, and it should that. be. I'm just saying, like, they skip over a lot of things that should be very traumatic in this movie. Yes. Um, they, That's true, Aaron. They also go to... <laughs> they also go to this... They go to the seance scene, and they play this very uplifting music. Like, they're fucking winning a soccer tournament. Yay! But, like, it Nicole is. Kidman is, like dying over here yeah they never picked a mood for this i wrote that down a few places it was like super cheery redecorating the house with all the candles and all the people are coming over they're eating hors d'oeuvres and joking about how like there's a little witch in all of us and then they walk into the next room and it's like immediately exorcist writhing around not quite vomiting up green stuff but close enough yeah, they just could not settle on a mood for this movie at all. It was pretty lighthearted. You know, life has a lot of ups and downs, and uh, so did the movie. <laughs> or mostly downs. You guys. So, wait, before you talk, Aaron, because you... <laughs> I have one more point. I just want to say shout out to the witches 
who put Trump in um, COVID-19 uh, hospital status because they're taking full credit for this. They're like, um, it was a full moon and also we've been fucking working for this for a really long time. So you're welcome. We had a Thank full you. coven. Full coven. We're so at weird. the end of this movie and they're just like, the curse is over and do we know this? Yeah. Do they tell the cop guy that like you're most likely going to die because of this curse how do we know the curse is broken yes because they say it how they say at the end when they're all fucking gathering on the fucking roof they're like was it what i don't remember verbatim but it's like was it something 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 that broke maria's curse was it something 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 that broke the curse True. and how do they know it's broken well, because and when they're going through the whole thing and they're like holding hands and it's like whap, whap, whap all the times. Map, <laughs> map, map. Map, all the times that them ho- holding hands like made something special and happen. And then it's just like, boom. So like. It flashes like, back to boom, the lady boom, 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 boom. Yeah. They have like, a vision of the ancestors. Yeah, they just, they just. They see sure. her, no, like, I do have a, I do have one other question about that curse, though. Yeah, and we can move on from it, hopefully. Um, <laughs> but if any of the women had been lesbians, would the curse have applied to their partner? Ooh, no. good question. No, so, it very clearly says man. Yeah, very so. clearly. It's a but sexist you don't, you don't curse. Choose, you don't choose whether or not you're a lesbian, so. I know, but if there had been a lesbian, maybe that would have been the way to break the curse. Well, you know what? That's going to be or one of our spinoffs. Maybe one of the daughters grows to up to be a lesbian. A lesbian. I have a question. I have a question for people to ponder. Let's say Apple Dude didn't get killed that day. Okay. That because there's no timeline. They don't say like, oh, at this point in your relationship will your boyfriend or husband die okay he just dies whenever that fucking beetle shows up what if he didn't die that day everything happens the same way things unfold that letter finds its way to aiden quinn the detective and he comes and she's like holy shit we're soulmates is she leaving apple dude for cop because they're actually in love i say yes did she leave that first husband for the second one any day but i mean she's gonna kill him first gracie tell us why this movie is good pros it has every diving for me it has everything you want in a movie. It has magic, it has whimsy, it has like adventure, love, heartache though too. That's one thing I I hate a lot of times about rom coms is just is all so fucking like sugary and happy. But there is some fucking shit that goes down for them here. So it's like a little bit realistic and but and then at the end, so and another pro it has a great ending. They overcome, right? The the underdog fucking overcomes, and it's a redemption story, and it ends happy. I want a fucking happy ending. Like, I don't want a fucking sad. I don't want to be sad. 
my real life is kind of <laughs> burn Tanner. Fuck <laughs> <Not> you, Tanner. <laughs> He's one of the good things, but you know, like some of you guys know, like a lot of fucking crazy shit has happened to me. Like, so I want a fucking happy ending in a fucking movie. Like, and it was a fucking happy ending, and they all lived happily ever after, and I like that. What do you yeah. think some of the pros are, babe? <laughs> I want to say that we're all being personally victimized what? by Donald Trump. So, yes, you're right. Our lives are terrible right now. <laughs> I well, like yeah, this movie. I like this movie. I like the soundtrack because I feel like it's like Boo. what they would play at like Jurassic Park if it was Hong Kong. You know, I, I, I remember writing that down in my notes. I said, this is like the same music from Jurassic Park. How so? so they filled his music. <laughs> yeah, what? What? Like, I don't, I don't agree with that part. All the instruments. <laughs> Tanner is on another plane of existence right now. Um, so meta right now. I would be moved so slow. Wait, wait, Aaron, it wait. It's so my terrible. turn. I have to do the pro the cons of this movie. Go ahead. I fucking hated this movie. <laughs> it sucked. Oh, no, I believe you. Like I I I want you to know that I went into it without a lot of bias, some bias. I knew it was going to be boring. It was so much more boring than I anticipated. I kept looking at the clock, like, when is this movie going to be done? Everyone is, everyone is so soft-spoken, and the characters are so boring, except for the two ants. They're the only characters I wanted to know more about, and they literally make them leave in the middle. I hated that. I loved those two characters. I love them as actresses. They're amazing. And they fucking flicked them off the screen at halftime. And it was the, it was the biggest mistake, in my opinion. Um, I don't care what happens to Sandra Bullock. I don't care what happens to... Nicole Kidman. There's so much slut shaming. It's gross. Like, who cares? You know, like, let her fucking dick her life around. Who cares? Let her do it. Don't shame her for that shit. Let Sally be like a sad spinster. Stop forcing her to be in love with people. It's ridiculous. Um, I can't, I just, I, I, th then they introduce like a murderous abusive man and they kill him good don't bring him back what are you doing <laughs> and then the town's women at the end get the redemption no hex those bitches fuck them they have been assholes for centuries i want to see a movie where the townspeople are getting like stephen king fucked over by giant beasts and the, the two witch ants are like, yeah, we could fix this. And they fix everything. And the town's like, oh, my God, we've been so wrong about you. We love you. We're sorry. And then the, the ants are like, yeah, um, still going to hex you. And then they kill everybody. And that's what I want to see in a movie. It's a very different movie. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, although the I think end. the merits of that movie, I think better. this is good. I mean, it's like fucking M Michelle Obama said.
when they go low, we go fucking high. What? <laughs> you don't I don't get the connection to that quote in regards to this movie. I get it. The witches are going high. They're the like, are going you don't know high. us. They're not fucking stooping to the fucking townspeople's level. They're forgiving them. They're fucking yes. going high. The townspeople were fucking low and the witches were going high. And that's yes, the problem with it. Democrats is they need to fucking go low and fuck the Republicans up. Basically what we're saying is vote. And I and that being said, I do agree with you, Aaron. The Democrats are too fucking mealy mouth and like, oh, simpering to the fucking Republicans all the time. Nothing's fucking getting done. Go on, Jeannie. Once, once the witches admitted to the townspeople that they were witches... The townspeople were all on board. So I would like to see that in the sequel of, oh, it's cool that we're witches. Yeah, you helped, like, get the bad demon out of my sister because we said we're witches and all of a sudden you like us now. We call that accepted magic, right? Um, Not practical. (laughs) I would like to point out that I don't think the townspeople, like, just decided to, like, accepted them, like, in a pure way. I no, she cast spells on them to persuade them and make them like them. Ooh, I like that take. That's a hot take, Paul. I think, like, he has decided that spells have... This is just my opinion. Paul has really thought about this, that some spells were cast that were never hinted at in the movie. There's yes, there's a lot of spell casting that is uh, not explicit there, but it's implicit. You have to like fucking recognize it. No, I I was really like the dong curse that made the guy buy the lotion. I've been reading the witch's handbook ever since then. Uh, It's a workbook, by the way. Oh, the witch's workbook. Like, you know, one of the things that they point out. Like, with the witches, like, sleeping around, women having to worry about their husbands. Sex, as a means of charging one's emotions, was long used in working magic. That's that's part of the, like, how they get their powers. I'm talking map, map, map. They're literally <laughs> sex positive, because they're getting energy from it. It's called a magic ass pussy. So is it called... <laughs> Is it called practical magic? Why is it called practical? What's practical? It is pretty impractical most it's, of the time. They fucking never use it to their I advantage. Mean, Only to their disadvantage. I guess it's practical because they just try to live like super vanilla lives and they yeah. only try to use their magic for reasons oh. that like most suburban people could get by with without being a witch, maybe? Totally. I can only see two practical applications of their magic in this movie. Excuse me, three. Um, easily making margaritas? Not that easy. <laughs> Fixing erectile dysfunction? I assume. Possibly. Um, I mean, or causing it. <laughs> if you have the power and you have that problem, you should fix it if you're a witch. And you can do it. Yes. This was 1998, though, so Viagra was already around. Okay. It was early days, so yeah, people are still kind of scared. I don't Hold think on. there were that many that were scared of taking. Like, what was the third yeah, one? Third one, what? Magic. Stirring coffee. Which, Stirring by coffee. the way, 
you don't need to stir coffee that much. Like you'd need like two little spins and then you toss the thing in the trash and you're done. Was it like whipping up a latte? Yeah, she was spinning it for like 10 minutes. I mean, I think that that was happening because she was nervous and was like trying to hide her witchy ways, but it couldn't be hidden because she had this wooden stir stick in her coffee that was showing her like a tail wagging on a dog. Mm -hmm. That's a good point, Jeannie. I would rather watch a movie on the two people working in her shop than Sandra Bullock and Nicole Kidman. I think they, they were more interesting. They were way more interesting people. And as actors, they're way more interesting. They've been in yeah. better movies. I too, love so them. I want them and movies. the ants. So yeah. That's what I want. So Just a prequel with them, like, yeah. When like Sally and uh, Jillian were kids, and just two sassy ladies raising some witch kids in a yeah. small town, brush your I'd teeth. Watch that. No, we don't need that. That's fine. Paul, Wait. what do you even want to talk about? There's nothing left. <laughs> no, no, no. Like I just wanted to point out, we're talking about using it like a Viagra, right? They do have this spell against impotence right here. Would you like to hear the words to the spell? Is it gonna give me a boner? Maybe, yeah. Yes. Strong as oak and hard as stone, long as any maiden's moan. Like a tower from this hour, I shall bear Priapus's power. Strong as oak and hard as stone, I shall share Priapus' throne. Who's Priapus? I don't know, but he'll get your dick hard. <laughs> you know who doesn't have a boner? Aaron, because he's asleep. How old Bummer. is that book? Uh, when is their necromancy? They raised the dude from Bring the dead. Jimmy Angelo. What does that mean exactly? Is it fucking dead people? That's necromancy is the <laughs> the magic of raising the dead. So yes, any uh, anytime you raise someone from the dead, it's necromancy. Oh, I thought it was. Which, by the way, means that Jesus is both a zombie and a necromancer. This movie has gotten me through some hard times. Like this what? Movie, like depression. I used General? To watch, yes. <laughs> when I was like in my 20s, I would watch this movie when I was depressed. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. It's funny. So, so the moral, the morals of um, well, I picked out four um, of practical magic. So I made a list. The first one I wrote down, I scribbled it out because the first one said, "Take pride in who you are and your family history." But then I was like, "What if your ancestors were slave owners? You could not take pride in that." So then I changed it to always be yourself. <laughs> mm -hmm. And then another moral of this particular story is sisters stay together. Because that, that usually works unless you have a really crazy sister. And even if you have a crazy sister, I have two sisters, one crazy, one not. I'm hoping that one day crazy sister makes her way back and we'll be like this again. You know, sisters stay together. Um, magic only works if you believe in it. And 
wink, wink. Be careful what you wish for. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> and that's the morals of the stories to so, magic. <laughs> I like your I like your takes on them, although. The magic clearly worked, even if they didn't believe in it, because they kept killing off everyone that they came into contact with. (laughs) That was straight from Sandy Bullock's mouth. Well, I'll jump in first, because I think my my scale was 1 to 10 on the train wreck scale. And because this movie couldn't decide on any sort of theme, and it tried to present itself as kind of a horror movie and failed and kind of a rom-com and just miserably failed, I'd have to give it like at best a two. And that's really only because I thought Nicole Kidman was cute in the last scene in the witch outfit. That's the, that's the extra point that I'm giving it. The rest (laughs) is just a one. (laughs) She was cute, Matt. In the witch costume in the last scene when they're jumping off the roof. That's the only time you thought she was cute. I mean, She's attractive, but that was the only time I was like, yeah, she's, she's looking cute in this movie. Like, that, that is a reason to watch the movie. That's why it gets one point. I think they are both absolutely gorgeous <laughs> in the whole movie. I think Nicole Kidman looks terrible in this movie. Sandra Bullock looks beautiful. We need ratings. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I'm going to give it a 10. 1 to 10. 1 being, I would love it. It's like one of my favorite movies, for sure. Like, what? So obviously... I'm going to give it a 10. And that was way no. before. Yes. And that was way before. I fucking own it. I fucking have a picture of dressed up as these bitches from like, <laughs> from, it was from like 2010. Like I love this movie way before I even knew fucking Tanner. Like, so I'm giving it a 10. It's one of my favorite movies. Like, I That's insane to me, but and, okay. And it, I love it, that you love it and Tanner it, loves it. And it was but like to me. Like I said, I didn't even know it could be a joke movie. Like, what's the joke? What's I don't understand it. It's just a good movie. So yeah, I'm out of a one to ten, one being a terrible movie, ten being like one of the, the best movie ever. Yeah, it's mm. ten for me. So, yeah, I would never take this movie away from anyone, but yeah, I would never recommend it to anyone either. So. I am, I am right behind more. My scale on a one to five, this is a two. And the only reason it's a two is because the acting is good. The actors aren't bad actors, right? It's just the story is fucking boring as fuck, right? And it slow, moves super fucking slow the entire goddamn time. And, it, like, there's very little magic that happens in this what seems like three hours of movie. Thank you. That's a two. Thank you for being a jerk. (laughs) I give this movie a one out of ten. I fucking hated it. The quality of the movie is great. I love Stalker Channing and I love Diane Weist. I didn't I'm not gonna talk for ten minutes about it, but um (laughs) the whole movie is so boring and I don't care if I never see this movie again. No offense, Gracie. I don't judge you for liking it. No, I, I mean, don't. I knew, I mean, I knew that everybody had a pretty bad attitude about this movie, so I was <laughs> expecting to come in and defend its honor. I, I'm going to jump on with Gracie here. You know, I enjoyed it. Um, like, I 
I feel like it opened opened my yeah, eyes in some in some certain ways. There was a lot of good social commentary in there, and uh, yeah. I I feel like there's like some civil rights stuff going on with this is their culture that has been passed down through generations, and they are oppressed in our society and looked down upon and spit upon. We need to build towards an open witch society where like they can just be openly witches you know and they don't have anything to do with they made a lot of bad decisions but that's why we should have whole like witch colleges and stuff right this is like the the worst witch thing right those witches see they, they they had to go to school for a long time to learn all those spells they should have like fucking witch ethics 101 you know where they learn like hey before you fucking necromance someone, maybe think about it for a second. Take some precautions. Oh, I'm I'm going uh, four out of five broomsticks. Nice. Ooh, I like your scale. Nice, nice. On a scale of one to ten, I would give this a solid five. Like any like, and we're just talking about movies here because it's a fictional thing that we just watched. So I give it a solid five because. I think it was a horrible representation of witches because those witches were like lame ass pussy ass bitches that didn't fight for what they wanted or needed, in my opinion. But if like somebody came to visit me from another country and wanted to watch a mild movie, I might play this. Does um, it have to be from another country or? I don't know, just. <laughs> or I another mean, planet. <laughs> We're not showing any Americans this movie. I mean, let's be honest. They've seen it. Um, I, I mean, it didn't, but but that's like, so when I give my rating of completely middle of the road, that is absolutely not a compliment. <laughs> you didn't like it. I thought you did like it. Middle of the road. I mean, that's. <laughs> she goes back and forth, I think. Okay, I thought because my, my best friend, it's her favorite movie. I mean, middle of the road, you know. I stand. Everybody that. likes you when you're in the middle of the road. It's a symbol for middle of the road. <laughs> Literally, everyone hates the middle of the road, but I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's like, pick a side, <laughs> pro or against practical magic. <laughs> And is jelly a cream or is it not a cream? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jelly's not a cream, okay? We're in America, not Transylvania. <laughs> also, what's going on in Transylvania where jelly is a cream? I want to go there. I want to see that cream. It wasn't in Transylvania, though. It was somewhere near Transylvania. For Bulgaria? I guess. It's what kind Baltic of name State, is Angelo? <laughs> Oh, I have in my notes, there's like 20 lines just about the bacon that was left over from that breakfast. I was really concerned about that bacon. Literally, my my emotional journey is focused entirely on the bacon that was left over. I didn't even know there was bacon. 
I didn't need her. You only see it on the counter as she's throwing away the pancakes. It's on the counter. There's sausage and bacon, and no one's eating it. And I want to know what happened to the bacon. It got in the trash. <laughs> it went in the trash. That's a good question. No. I never noticed I that. think it went into the, the, the cleansing chili that they poured on the dust at the end of the movie. 